Well, and you know uh, that they do tend to go between cars while the cars are moving. I know, dude. They don't mind using that uh, that portal, that in between. I know. The portal to the upside. That's a portal. Yeah. <laughs> you you go you get off your car while the car's moving, and you go in between cars. You don't know what's out there. Have you ever been out there? Dude, I know. I have. Have you ever been in between have cars? Have you ever? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's a little fucked up. Oh, boy, it's bad. You're just kind of like... You're, like you're, in the, you're in the... You're in the... You're in the outdoors. Dude, you're like Indiana Jones, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. God damn it, short round. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Good morning, friends, amigos, amis, des amis. We are Oops the Podcast. Julio. There he is. That's, that's an amigo. Hello. How are you? I'm saying amigo because you were talking about the Migos before we began. Wow. Interesting. I, I asked Julio, you know, you. I asked Julio if you had to look up the lyrics when you when you listen to some of these songs, because I can't decipher the, what they're saying. And and by the way, if that's a troubling thing to say, I apologize. I don't think it is. I, I don't either. I think that's fair. Yeah, I find it very. Uh, I don't know. It's cool, but it's not particularly easy to tell what's being said okay but like yeah like like you have to like rewind it and say it and like look again or something i'm not rewinding like that. what about like for example like do, do you understand this like got a little bit that came out from london she's having a london doing it babe. okay here's this is a fun game <laughs> can you give that's it to a me real one, lyric can you give it to me one more time um wait now like you ever repeat something and oh yeah yeah Sorry, I was like, wait, what was it? Okay. Got a little bit that came up from nothing. She's shopping in London and doing it, big. Got a little bitch that came up from nothing. She's shopping in London and, and London and doing it big. Yeah. Is it bitch? Look, yeah. Got a little bitch? I believe so. Should we do lifestyle? Oh, like, yeah, you can play it. Oh, that's uh, from that song? You, Chris, could let no, Chris no, 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 no. Let's sing, you go. And then I don't like, I, I can't. Right, I, mind. I don't want to. Okay, they, I, that's fair. There is a part in the song where he just goes. Bin, dip, bun, bin, that's not intended to be deciphered. Is that, is that scat? Is it I, sc- it's some sc- modern scappings? iteration of scat. Scat? Is scat the right word? Skip it a bebop. Yeah. But now that I say it, scat's also another word for poop. Yeah. And I don't, I'm surprised that I never made that connection. Sorry. Hmm. It's early. You know? You ever listen to a really good scatter? Uh yeah, I'm, I don't find it that cool, dude. It's sort of like a really good, fr- <laughs> like a really good freestyler. It's like yeah. cool, a good freestyle. But back in the day, when there was a really good person at scatting, you might not be able to tell the difference between them and, say, a trumpeter playing the instrument. <laughs> yeah, there 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 are people who had voices that were so adept at, at imitating the sounds of the brass section that they. They, you couldn't tell, and I think that's pretty talented. Yeah, you know, it may, it may be talented, but like if somebody was like, "Dude, you want to see me scat?" and then they started doing it, I'd be like, "Cool, dude." <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> nice, a little bit of an outdated art form, right? Maybe. Dude, I still think I was wondering this the other night. Do the boys still get together in freestyle, or is that just a thing of a past era? Gosh, it's a good question, man. Because that's to a- me, it feels dated, and I can't tell if that's just me being old or mm. if it's actually no longer a thing. I wonder so much about what's what's happening with the kids these days, and you really do have the best uh, the best vantage point for all of us. You're our you're our way in. I don't know that that's necessarily true. Well, you're having lunch with them and stuff. Really? Over at the Amazon store. <laughs> you're going on lunch dates with these kids. I forgot about that, dude. I get so stressed out about being a dinosaur. Like just doing some like old person shit. Mm-hmm. Like remember that scene in Twenty One Jump Street where the kid, where like they try to like bully the kid, and they're like, "Dude, we don't do that anymore." Yeah, <laughs> like, but I think shit. I think bullying is alive and well. Unfortunately, <laughs> get this. Yesterday I was on the subway, and uh, three kids came on, and they were they were they were probably. Not the most mischief-making triplet, 
They're, they weren't they weren't hell bent on destruction. But were they like? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they Dude, were. I fucking hate that. They were operating anything. at a level of energy that was so out of sync with the rest of the train, <laughs> and and it's so it's it's in a way it's it's almost as disruptive as if like a homeless person comes on and starts yelling at everyone. Oh God, dude. Um, cause they're just, they're throwing their limbs all over the place. They're, oh, they're dude, a bunch they're of flailing. Tas- yeah. They're Tasmanian devils. Just, they just drank like three Capri suns, the energy and sugars coursing through their veins. Now there was only one seat available and it was next to this elderly Asian couple that was very calm, very calm. And the wife was sitting next to the open seat next to her elderly husband and one of the kids sat down on the seat and then another one sat on his lap and leaned back and was kind of just goofing around and that's you know, this is sort of a twist i didn't expect they're kind of like <laughs> they're like squirming they're you know, like, but he was uh, he was straddling like he was he was laying back putting his arm around his neck like no, it reverse cowboy. It wasn't romantic. <laughs> no. It wasn't it wasn't tender. It was it was uh rough housing. You know? It was the house was rough. And um there you know, he's like adjusting his arms and the woman's getting bumped and jostled. Oh, God. And I just saw this look of pain in her eyes. And she quietly tapped her son, her husband's thigh and went like that. And the two of them got up and just got off the train. And I'm pretty confident it wasn't their stop. Do you think they got on another car? Maybe. Yeah. I didn't follow them out. But here's what was really telling to me was that the kid that was sitting down on the other kid's lap and just sort of pancaking him <laughs> he he goes is this gay is this gay oh he did okay and he said that and that's what made me realize oh they are still making the same, the jokes, same jokes and the same humor that we used to do when we were kids and we didn't know any better it sounds like that kid wants it to be secretly oh you know he's like f- he's like oh is this gay yeah as he like rides him <laughs> What a Freudian uh, yeah. analysis yeah. from you. That's that's nice. Let me ask you this. Do you ever get off and switch to another car? I have done. <laughs> when you do it, I, I know that when I do that, I try to do it like secretly. You I'm, do? I'm afraid that if the person sees me, they're going to retaliate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so do you run to uh, two cars down? No, I like... No, no. So there just like typically isn't enough time. So I'll, like, I'll exit straight out as if I'm going to just keep going that direction and I kind of like you hide behind a pillar and then I subtly pivot jump on at the last second as I the make doors are closed one or two larger steps so as to get in the direction <laughs> I want to go faster and then I get on the other car and I look back to see if they notice oh I love the idea of Julio <laughs> being so attentive to a crazy person's feelings that he walks off the train and he's like looking at his watch like oh no i'm gonna be late for my meeting and then he just quickly doubles back furtively yeah oh no i've i've come i've gotten off too soon dude i'm afraid i'm gonna look over my shoulder on the on the like new car and see the guy just going (laughs) silently shouting that he's coming for me i'm like dude well, and you know uh, that they they do tend to to <laughs> go between cars while the cars are moving. I know, dude. They don't mind using that uh, that portal, that in between. I know <laughs> the portal to the upside. That's a portal. Yeah. <laughs> you you go you get off your car while the car's moving, and you go in between cars. You don't know what's out there. Have you ever been out there? Dude, I know. I have. Have you ever been in between have cars? Have you never? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's a little fucked up. Oh, boy, it's bad. You're just kind of like, like You're you're in the you're in the you're in the outdoors. Dude, you're like Indiana Jones, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. God damn it, short round. Why did it have to be snakes? <laughs> <laughs> I hate snakes. Uh, yeah. Dude, how Okay, not I want to keep talking about this topic, but not like the way that he delivers cheesy lines mm-hmm. so well. He mm-hmm. was a true fucking action star that guy, dude. It's so funny you he bring this awesome. up. I was I was um, bragging to Joe Harari at the stand last night about 
Um, he's a big movie guy. He is, and he's a huge Indiana Jones fan. Ah, I didn't know that. And I was bragging about the time that I met Harrison Ford. Ah, because that was that was peak Indiana Jones. Those I was asking him questions about Indiana Jones. I'd moved out of sort of the Han Solo adoration, right, into Indy, and and was now on Indiana Jones. And I was nine years old and uh, asking him about Indiana Jones. Was he like, "Of course you've met him, fucking Francis." Flips he, his phone. He goes, "I gotta go." I think he. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's I got a light, Joe Harari. <laughs> um, no, he was he knew the story because I had told it on Matt and Shane's secret podcast, uh, um, and he had listened to that. So got it. But uh, yeah, man, I like that's my favorite story. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. We had there's an episode. See if we can find what episode that's on. If you guys are curious about listening to the Francis Indiana Jones story, uh, it's very very good. Yeah, meeting, reading, and having a. Uh, sorry, Harrison Ford. Yeah, meeting and having a long, <laughs> a long hangout with Harrison Ford when I was nine years old. And also the King of Jordan. 105. Was yeah. No, she, yeah. He shouldn't be. So was the I mean? Queen. Yeah, he's not on the. Uh, those two aren't on the B list of attendees no. by any means. No. It's a good one. Episode 105. Go back and listen to that shit. Hang Obi. Hang Obi. H A N G O B I. This is the stuff that'll make you cry. <laughs> Out of joy. Cry with joy. Hang <laughs> uh, Obi. Phenomenal. We it's, hung out with the whole, with part, maybe not the whole Hang Obi squad, but a good portion of it. That's the brotherhood there. As far as we know, the brotherhood of the Hang Obi. Yeah, the, that we, met, we met the founder and his, we were hanging out with his fam. Good friends of mine. Uh, lovely people. Great family. All American family. Real all-American family. Really, really, the people you root for. And, you know, <laughs> they make a, a great beverage. They right really do. The US of a, is that the new angle we're doing with Hangobi? American made. Yeah. American strong. A, a shade away from support our troops. <laughs> They're not involved in the military, but, Built you know. Built tough. Apply that same citizenship to drinking Hangobi, <laughs> I guess, in, in a way. Uh, we love the, the Hangobi drink, guys. Uh, I'm drinking the Wake which has just a hint of green tea caffeine, so nothing to make you jittery or hyperactive, yeah. but enough to kind of give you that afternoon uh, extra push, a yep. little booster. Good utility um, with all these drinks. The Calm does just that, calms you down. It's a little delicious mixer. The Wake is as well. I recommend enjoying a nice uh, glass over a couple big ice cubes. Big ones. And uh, you know it's a nice way to start the day or for any time of the day. Uh, you're gonna love Hangobi's. Uh, yeah. Right now they're in over 150 stores. Um, yeah. And they're climbing. Yeah. It's it's um it's not much sugar. It's uh it, you know zero fat, all good stuff. Uh, it's just a drink that's gonna it's gonna make you feel a little better about your day. Yep. Um, and they've got the wake, they've got the essential, and they've got the calm, and we love it. And right now you can go to hangobi.com, H-A-N-G-O-B-I. Go to the website and you'll fly. H-A-N-G-O-B-I. Go to the website and you'll fly. Hangobi.com. <laughs> Hangobi.com. Use promo code oops, I'm hung. No apostrophe in that I'm. Curious, but efficient. Oops, I'm hung, and you'll get 30% off. 30% off. That's a pretty damn good deal. Pretty darn solid. Oops, I'm hung. Hangobi.com. Enjoy some Hangobi. Um, all right. Well, can I now? That's a that's a nice segue. If you don't mind, I need to tell you about a celebrity encounter that I had oh, yeah, sure. via direct message. Oh. A well known. So man. Let, let me preface: we've been trying to figure out this person has follows the podcast, and we were sort of like, "Is this a mistake? Like, did he just like?" It was like a while ago too. <laughs> yeah. It was a while ago. We were ju- it was just unclear what the fuck was going on, but now we're starting to understand a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he followed the pod a long time ago. We got all gassed up. I think, yeah. So anyway, we're on his radar, I think. Yeah. So guys, it's John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> John Mayer. Our good pal. Uh, the One of the great singers, great musicians, true heartthrob, um, taste maker. I- iconoclast, I think, is a word I would use. I don't even know if I know what that means. Can man sure crush I'm... recipient? Yeah, yeah. He's the receiver of a lot of man crushes. Can you look up iconoclast? What do you got there, Ryan? 
a, per, uh, a destroyer of images used in religious worship. That's and not a it. Person, <laughs> That's way off. Oh, a person right. who attacks cherished beliefs or institutions. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I can twist that to make it work. That's not Sorry, right. Sorry, John. Who breaks barriers. No, no, this is a purely <laughs> negative word, and I thought it was like an extension of icon. I thought it was bigger than icon. Breaking barriers. I mean, does he? Is he a barrier breaker? Kind of broke the barriers of my heart. <laughs> Made me want to be that kid on the subway, but in a more gentle way. All right, so John Mayer sees the clip that we had from. Um, the recent episode about the Delta, Delta sneaking Lounge. the food into the Starbucks cups in the Delta Lounge. And he DMs me. He goes, the food in the Starbucks cups idea is incredible. A brilliant engineering move. Classic John Mayer. <laughs> Classic John. We'll just call him John from now. We will. Or should we call him Mayer? I don't know. I think Mayer gets a little confusing. Yeah. We'll call him John. Yo, Jay. Hey, yeah, Yo, JM? Jay. Is he a JM? He could be. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. So that was that was Sunday at 2.13 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like our old pal JM had a late night. Sounds like he did. He's probably up late, you know, painting Scro or buying paintings. Scrolling through your, your reels. You think that's what he was doing? Maybe. I guess he was. I mean, but as this conversation also. continues, I suspect he may have been doing that. Damn, dude. How deep do you think? Do you think he knows I met Harrison Ford? <laughs> he, he might. He might. We should. John, if you're listening, go listen to episode 105 <laughs> for the story of nine-year-old me meeting Harrison Ford. Something tells me you were a fan, too. I think you'll relate. Okay. So then I don't respond until seven in the morning because we were on our way well played. to, well, <laughs> fortunately, I was asleep. And I think we can both say that if I had not been asleep, there's no chance I would have slept. Right. Because I would have been fretting over how to respond to John Mayer. You know? Yeah. So I slept through it, which gave me a, a nice buffer uh, of coolness. A cool buffer. And at 7 in the morning, we were on our way. We we just woken up early because we were on our way oh, up yeah. to pick up a brand new puppy. We picked her up. Brand Ruby. new puppy. Rhubarb. Dude, I'm calling her Rhubarb, and we're calling her Ruby for short, and we might even call her Rue for Ooh. short. Wow. Yo, Rue, you tripping. That's exactly right. <laughs> I said to Sierra, I was like, are we sure we really want to name our dog after a degenerate drug addict? <laughs> Is that really what we're going for? Just creates mayhem and chaos and breaks lives everywhere she goes? He's like, hmm, good point. We're trying to raise a, a calm dog that here. That's great. <laughs> One that has self-control. We want a dog that can we can leave its food out and it'll sort of feed itself <laughs> what it needs. Anyway, so at 7 a.m. I wrote back, John, comma, John, next time we're at the buffet in a Delta Sky Club, I'll cover for you. <laughs> I wrote that. At this point, too, Francis, I think I think this was the screenshot you sent us. Yeah, and you're like, dude, I'm calling bullshit on this. You're like the idea that John Mayer like can relate to the Delta Lounge. <laughs> when was the last time he found himself in a Delta Sky Club anywhere? Anywhere. So uh, a lot of time goes by between that and his next response. In fact, I kind of assumed that might be the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. But my hands were full. We had picked up our puppy. I was in good spirits. <laughs> I wasn't worried. But he then came back with, "Can't wait." And this is at three forty-one p.m. So from seven a.m. to three, like four p.m. Long oh, time. Got it. He's a busy guy. Yeah, he's probably in L.A. too, right? Oh, Pot good point. Potentially. That's what I Chris was going to say that. I was oh. going to say that before. That's why I messaged you at 2.40. Oh. Maybe like 11.30. But listen, it's still 11.30 on a Sunday. That's no joke. Just, no, that was a Saturday. Oh. Because it's Saturday night. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So 11.30 Saturday night. Well, my God. He was having a fun night. I would have thought he might be, you know, at a, a, a nice sushi place or something out he, in L.A. He drank a bit of sake. You think? And he saw that clip and he was like, oh, man, that guy. Should I? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well done, Julio. Thank you, thank you. Oh my God, well done. If you're not watching the podcast, you're missing out on some... I would highly recommend that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Oops the Podcast, solely to enjoy the feast that Julio just put before us with that look, that act out. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. So, John says... At 3.41 p.m., which could be 1.41 p.m. his time. Can't wait, period. I do worry you may have blown the lid, parentheses, pun, close parentheses, off this. Ooh, cheeky. It's <laughs> good. It's cheeky. It's cheeky, but it's very concise, right? So we're still not, we're not letting our legs stretch out too much. We're both playing it a little close to the chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, is it close to the chest or is it close to the vest? I have absolutely no idea. Have you heard both ways? I have, yeah. Yeah. I think we need to clear that up. It could be both. Now, we'll save that for a fact with Ryan. That sounds like a perfect fact with Ryan. I would agree. Okay, so that's at 3.41 p.m. Again, now we're driving home with Ruby in the car. So I'm, I benefit from being preoccupied. Where All right, you're I, driving. I probably saw this response, but I, I just realized it's okay. I don't need to respond right now. So then at 6.12, another two and a half hours go by, I wrote back, and by the way, I spent a long time writing this. <laughs> you guys are fully flirting. At I this know. Point, dude. Well, this, this, this is where things really take a turn. <laughs> this is where the conversation goes from like, I'm talking to a huge celebrity who does not want to probably talk to me anymore after this, to whoa. So I wrote back, ready? This, I, I spent, this, this took me a long time to compose this <laughs> message. So again, just to review... John, next time we're at the buffet in a Delta Sky Club, I'll cover for you. And then he says, can't wait. I do worry you may have blown the lid, parentheses pun, off this. There you go, John. I write back, Delta jacked their status thresholds to nearly unreachable markers. The genie's been out of the bottle. I can't be the only moron trying to earn back my annual credit card fee with rice pilaf. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. That took me a while. That's pretty good. It's good. I wrote that on scratch pad. I wrote it on paper. <laughs> I typed it in a Google Doc. I reworded it. I mean, there's a lot of humor in there, and there's also, I don't know. You're also really testing him, too, because, I like, am. you got, like, like to what degree is a celebrity, like, we're thinking about points and shit? Exactly. Yeah. So I, sent a us good, in a, I sent us in a completely different direction. I, it's a good, uh, t it's a good feeler. I almost, it's almost as though I gave him a Rosetta Stone. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Terminology. And said, here, decipher me. Figure right, me right, out. Right. Are you on board for the challenge, uh -huh. JM? And boy, was he. At 1032, so some four and a half hours later. PM. PM. He goes... I'm going to try and carry... By the way, I think my message accomplished the goal of letting him know I'm no idle mind. <laughs> He's not... Trif he can't trifle with me. Right, right, right. You know, right. I, that was my goal. I wanted to let him know, one, I have a sense of humor, and two, I'm not an idiot. Right. Which, he, presumably, he may have some degree of knowledge of since he... From, is following, following, us. from following us. But I don't know if he had looked at my content agreed yeah it's unclear if he like i occasionally would like check our our posts to see if he was liking them and like i don't think he was oh so i was sort of like again i i like didn't believe it but now again yeah he might be stingy with his likes yeah guy like john yeah i would agree I can see that Gotta you know he's careful. using his fingers less for likes and more for tasty licks <laughs> <laughs> is that a guitar on thing? the guitar uh, <laughs> which by the way he's a phenom i have asked huge musician fans fans of the grateful dead right. for whom fans he, of like jam bands yeah he shit. plays with dead and co and I, i've asked them people who I, I played golf with a guy who every head cover on his bag is a grateful dead thing he's a you know he'll take mushroom hallucinogens before he plays around we listen to grateful dead the whole time we're playing oh, that's crazy um and he goes to he you know he's been to like a hundred shows or more right. in his life and I said, you know, what what is what do deadheads think of John Mayer? 
and they're like, he's the real deal. Oh yeah, dude. All yeah, every guitar person I've ever talked to is like, he's he extraordinary. Can, and they go, he can he, play. He can shred. Dude. He can play. Sick. And so it occurs to me that you know he's not obviously he's not just this handsome face with a great voice good singer songwriter like he's a true musician's musician who has garnered the respect of those who know um which again to me elevates his mystique that much further totally bird dog's pants man great thing for the holiday season they might be the best my dad has asked me for some for christmas really yeah he keeps he keeps he loves them so much they are good he's like hey can you get me more bird dogs and i'm like you you know the fucking promo code <laughs> what do you mean you think, I, you think these bird dogs grow on trees dude that silk underwear liner is really nice for christmas morning sure if you is celebrate sure like is. the you can sit there in comfort and look like you're dressed for an occasion. That's it. You know, you're sitting there lounging with kids running around, ripping gifts open, and you can sit down for that holiday lunch mm. and not have to change your pants. Bingo. What no, a wonderful stop thing. Stop changing your pants on Christmas, Stop guys. it. There's one pant to rule them all for Christmas Day, and that's your bird dog's pants. Because our Christmas typically turns, goes, you know, gifts unwrapping, clean up, and then we go for a walk on the beach. Fun. The frozen beach. Pop ham beach. Wow in maine and uh the the, i don't want to change pants for that i don't and that's why uh bird dogs pants are the way to go so guys go to birddogs.com use promo code oopsie o-o-p-s-i-e and that'll get you something that'll get you something (laughs) to throw on top of that delicious pile of stocking stuffers and all the gifts that santa brought you this year you good little boy good little boy get your dad some (laughs) guys go to birddogs.com Promo code, oopsie. Um, so he goes, I'm going to try and carry on with this conversation as best I can, seeing as I fly private. <laughs> as if we didn't know. You read, come on, John. I wasn't sure until, because I was getting updates on this combo before he dropped that fucking zinger in there. And I was like, oh, maybe, because like, bro, some of these guys do fly in normal flights. They like have a greeter and... They go right on the plane. They're wearing a hat. Yeah. You know, like I was like, it's possible. You think John Mayer though? Man. Dude, I know that like equally big people will fly commercial. And I bet in a pinch he might. Can you name someone who flies commercial that is of that caliber? Like, yeah. Like Michael Douglas. Uh-huh. Or like, you Dude, know. Dude, I, I mean. Maybe not exclusively. I'm sure he flies private too. Michael Douglas. The thing is. I when I think of John Mayer, I think of a musician who has sold and has always been a solo artist and has endured for I, I mean almost as long as I can remember. Yeah, when, like when did he start? When it's he when was his rise to fame? Like it might have been when we were in high school. Still, yeah, at, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember him dating Jennifer Aniston uh-huh. at the height of her friends' fame. Oh, really? I think so. Maybe I'm missing that by a couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's certainly possible. But I mean, dude, he like your body is a wonderland. When the hell did that come out? I want to guess 2005. It's been it's been he's spanned multiple decades at this point. Yeah. Um, and that last album that came out, or maybe a couple albums ago, where it was like "Take a Ride on the Bed of Death." Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanna get around. Gonna get lost. That song? It's a great song. Great song. Great song. Um, so yeah, seeing as I fly private. See, that's where I Solid when he line. wrote that, I was like, oh. It's funny that you called that too. Earlier. I knew I knew he did. Yeah. He's too big of a deal. Yeah. But I love that he said it. That's kind of like me being like, I, I went to Harvard. It's very Francis jo- <laughs> it's a very Francis joke. Yeah. Which makes me think he did it on purpose. Like yeah. he knows his audience. Yeah. You know? Hey John, I'm gonna try to match wits here, considering I went to Harvard. That's 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 me joke. Uh, and then he goes, I don't know how much I'm going to try and carry on with this conversation as best as I can, seeing as I fly private. I don't know how much a gallon of milk costs. <laughs> I'm a real piece of shit. <laughs> and then he sends immediately another message in all caps. And how about those lines at the gate? <laughs> 
pretty funny, dude. It's great. It's pretty good. It's great. There's so much to unpack there. It's very good. There's so much to unpack there. Well he's, played, John. He's opening the door. Uh, gallon of milk is hysterical because nobody's used that as the metric for like basic cost of living in 50 right. years. It's a good and it's a very funny one. My mind immediately went to like, dude, you need to know how much the cost of a, a gallon of oat milk costs and they don't even come in gallons. So you're going to need a half gallon of oat milk. <laughs> you need to figure out the, what the cost of that is. I'm a real piece of shit. And how about those lines at the gate? Hysterical. Very Larry David very of him in very a way. Funny. And so that was at 1032. And then at midnight, I was still up because we were putting Ruby to bed, which was a battle. Um, I wrote back, ha, ha, ha. About time you come clean, you parentheses, talented, entirely deserving Close parentheses, motherfucker. <laughs> Enjoy those sashimi platters and cold-pressed juices. Talk soon, man. Nice, dude. And then he immediately responded, fast friends, period. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't know that. What? Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you guys follow each other now, right? And then he followed me. Oh my God, dude. How good is that? That's crazy. It's dude, yeah, that's why I almost did I think I didn't send it to you guys because after that I was like, Oh, this isn't really funny anymore. <laughs> now I'm just bragging. <laughs> now I'm just bragging. Yeah, you really like, dude, wow, that couldn't have gone any better, bro. I mean, I was very selective about how I what I chose to say. So are you intending to like try to take this to the next level? We're gonna have to see. Are you I, guys are you gonna push for a hangout? The last time I did that with cousin Greg, I think I pressed too soon. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. learned my lesson. Yeah. Nicholas Braun, I, I I think I pressed too soon for the hang. I invited him to a a, a dinner party that we were having at our home <laughs> on like day one of us messaging. And he was like, I'm in Norway or Stockholm or something like that. And uh, I learned my lesson there. <laughs> so with John, I'm going to have to play it cool. Now, I do benefit where I, I think he's actually pals with Roan too. Oh, really? Yeah, because Roan went on a bachelor party with him. Oh, what? They were both on a bachelor party Random. together. That's cool. Um, And so they've, they, I, I talked to Roan and, and, uh, yeah, I'm learning that like the barstool people are like randomly friends with a lot of celebrities. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I like even like Donnie and Ocho Cinco tweeting at each right? other. Right, I, I saw like, that. What's going on? That was cool. <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, yeah, that's really sick. Dude. So uh, we'll see, man. You know, I think I think the next step. I've been thinking a lot about how I want to play it, and I think the next step might be potentially when he comes to. I was checking his tour schedule. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking I should ask if my wife and I could come to a show and maybe maybe say hi. Because by letting him know that I'm married, it makes me seem like I have my shit together. And I'm not some I'm not like coming to the show alone. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily know if that's like a universal perception. You think he wants a guy friend? I don't know. I don't he may not he may not care about your marital status. I just feel like maybe it. I know. I feel like you would think that. Maybe it seems like I'm a little less. But, but dude, I, am I wrong about this? I feel like if the roles were reversed and someone said that to you, you would. Feel I would feel way. safer. Right. Right. I would feel more like, oh yeah, this this person is a, 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 I don't know, has their shit together. Which isn't to say that someone who's not married doesn't have their shit together. It's just that they're less by coming as a couple, you know. You're less likely to get some drooling fan. Which is funny. I remember when Francis and I started doing the pod initially. I remember you mentioning multiple times that you liked that I was in a serious relationship. Yeah. So this is like some version of that. <laughs> yeah. Which also is like, so Hill Dog, thanks. Like, <laughs> thanks for, right. for starting me on this I, journey. I mean, I mean, you know, I think... I think it's really just coming with another person. If I, you know, it, hey, could me and my buddy come to right, a show? Right, right, right. It's fine too. I don't vouch for that guy. How many movie plots mm, start with I don't vouch for that guy? Yeah, you know? yeah. Or, I, or it could end to your wife. On the other hand, wife, <laughs> girlfriend. If you, if you're coming with uh, another person, it means like you are you you have your you have your act together enough to either warrant friends in life or a relationship and either one of which is an endorsement you're right of your sanity 
Does that totally. make sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. I, I do think, you know, not, not to sound really traditional, but a wife does, at least in my mind, like she's committed her life to you. What an endorsement. Yeah, right. That I can allow this person backstage at my concert mm-hmm. in front of tens of thousands of people. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. That's a he's long also, way. To- he like hangs around the comedy scene a little bit. He does. I've never like encountered him, but I know he's at the comedy cell. Well, he, you know, tours with Chappelle. Yeah. Which yeah. is just yet another gigantic his wall, his feather face in is his on the cap. wall of the comedy cellar. Oh. He has a picture down there somewhere, oh. dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I've never seen them do it, but Bill Burr talked about it on his podcast where he said that he went to see John Mayer and Chappelle and, and the way that they do it. And I guess what they do is I think Mayer opens for him with music, That's which cool. is fucking incredible. That's sick. And then Chappelle comes out and performs for an hour more. And then Mayer comes back out with his guitar, and the two of them riff together. Wow. And Mayer is so talented with his guitar that he plays it in such a way as to score the jokes of Chappelle. Wow. And makes funky sounds. That's fun. Almost like, <laughs> I, the way I understood it, he kind of make does like, if, if Chappelle does a joke that, you know, has a voice in it or something, he can like... Almost voice, mimic like, the voice like with his guitar. Finger parrot. I have no idea what that would be like, but I'd be very keen to see it. You know, it makes me think about like the next step of comedy, like the big, like some of the really big acts, like do a lot of like random shit like that. Yeah. Like you know what the Adam Sandler tour format was? Yeah. No, dude, it's crazy. So, like, there was four guys who would go on before, I think, three or four, and they would do fifteen each, and then he goes up and does two hours. Oh my god! <laughs> and like the end of that is they all do karaoke together. Which is like kind of fucking that's fun, cool. but I'm like, oh, that's sick. You know, that must yeah. have been a fun time. Yeah. Um, hmm. But that's like, dude. Fun fact: I don't know if you guys know this. I once helped produce a commercial with John Mayer that I was also in. Why? So I also have John Mayer experience. Okay. Unfortunately, it's it didn't lead competition. Didn't really lead to a budding friendship. I mean, if it was a competition, you have won it by, <laughs> by quite submit. What was that commercial for? Bud Light. Wow. We did a prank, and it was like this prank where. And this is, it's perfect for John Mayer because basically you're at the bar with your friend and a bunch of people come and try to take your friend's seat while they're in the bathroom and they want to see how much of like a homie you are. Mm. So like, so it'll be a tempting person each time. So if you're a guy, like a beautiful woman comes to sit in the seat and you're like, oh, sorry, my friend's sitting there. And then the final step of the challenge (laughs) is that John Mayer tries to take the seat. (laughs) And basically, so it was fun. Wow. But, uh, that is good. And he was clever, and I felt I felt like it would have been an insane thing to not have mentioned that. No, I'm. <laughs> have to oh my god, I'm so glad you did. It's the least exciting part of this John Mayer discussion. Well, it it does it does speak to again. Would he remember you? Probably not. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. Were yeah, you I, I feel the, like. Were you in the bar seat next to him? No, I was the bartender, but I also oh. like I cast it. I, so like I was in the commercial, but I also. Um, like they didn't use much of me. I am in the final cut, which was nice because I made a little more money. But I also got like behind the scenes pay on that one. This is amazing. One of my boys, dude. Well, like my boy, Bud Light commercial. Shout out to Andrew Lane. Uh, the people who shot my prank show have like looked out for me and like included me in shit when they could. So I've done a lot of like random prank stuff because they like shoot all the pranks. TV Boy is the company. Amazing. But anyway, yeah. So like, I don't think he'd remember me, dude. I don't. I'm not a like. I'm not a like first time memorable guy all the time, dude. Oh, that's that's way <laughs> too hard on yourself for I can nine be. in the morning. I can be, but I don't like impose myself necessarily right yeah, but away. I think that's also one of your greatest qualities and what endears you to so many people. But I'm a slow burn, dude. Like I'm a slow I'm like a parasite that like slowly takes over. Oh my god. All these <laughs> such negative in- images. No, but in a good way. You're a I make my mark slowly. A gathering flame. <laughs> gathering flame. Uh, starting with a spark that becomes that comforting glow in in a dark cave. <laughs> Of life, you are you are hearth and home. That's nice, man. Yeah, come on, jeez, dude. I'm not dogging myself, but like, whatever, dude. Like you, this situation is a very remarkable, fun situation. I've gotten way more excited at far less interesting celebrity DM (laughs) encounters. (laughs) 
And me like replying to a rapper's thing and them hearting it. I'll talk about it for like three months, dude. As we must. As we as must. We must. So now, got to enjoy these little wins. With John, you know, our pal John, potentially listening to the podcast. I don't know. Dare we go so far as to assume that? I deem it unlikely. Yeah. He's got too much to do. But listen, dude, I bet if he caught wind of this, he would probably listen. And then, then you have to ask yourself, have I, have I hurt myself? So this is what I think. In an, analyzing this. And if I have, you know what? It was worth it. How, dude, listen. This was too fun. I, you know what would be hurting yourself? Sending him the link to the pod with time yeah. cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've broken down our conversation. Like, that would be weird. What about a resi notification oh for a dinner I'd booked for us? <laughs> Does this time work for you? Dinner for two. 7.30. Everything else was booked. So we're, we're going to a chain. My treat. But they didn't start as a chain. They just became so successful that they franchised. You should schedule a show the same weekend as one of his shows in the same city. And then uh, you yeah. can make it seem like a, oh. Yeah. Francis Ellis pulled up. A little home and home. Here you come to mine, I'll come to yours. There's no backstage, but you know what? I'll say hi to you in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything worse, by the way, when there's no green room at a venue you're performing yeah, at? Yeah, not fun. Not fun. Not fun at all. Uh, so that's John Mayer. Dude, phenomenal. I'm glad we spent, you know, a good half hour on that, as I we often do. I it needed to be done. As we uh, all want to do. Lots to unpack. Get him in the Delta Lounge, man. I know. You know? I know. I thought about that. I thought about how can I, how can I get him onto my turf? Dude, love a little daggrass in my life. Puff, puff, calm. Not puff, puff, hallucinate, be paranoid. Yeah, not puff, puff, pass either. <laughs> All for you. <laughs> all for you. It's all for you. Nobody else gets any of my dad grass. I absolutely love it. Dad grass rocks, man. It is truly amazing. Uh, what a wonderful, calming product. They have all sorts of great stuff. I personally love the tincture. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, I'll be sitting on my couch, be like, what do I need right now to improve this experience? And yeah. I just see the tinky. Ooh, drop, drop. the tinky taki. And very quickly, my day becomes quite chill that's it man it uh it really is a, a lovely way to put the worries of your day in a back cupboard of your mind <laughs> and it just sits there until you're ready to sort of tackle it again the next day when everything looks a little less challenging totally all daggrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. Go to daggrass.com slash oops to check out all the products. Right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off of your first order when you go to daggrass.com slash oops. Go to daggrass.com slash oops for 20% off your order. That's daggrass.com slash oops. I, dude, I, so I think about this sometime. Anytime where I'm... It can be difficult, dude. And I, I can imagine it being lonely for some of these people when they get really famous. Even like people I know who've like gotten really famous... Sometimes when I catch up with them, I just like don't know what to say. I don't know to be like, you know, I know what they've been up to, but it's weird to be like, hey, so what's up with this? What's up with that? Mm-hmm. I sort of want to like let them offer it, yeah. but I also want to like offer my own stuff. But then I'm like, my stuff must sound fucking stupid. Like my stupid stuff. You know what I mean? But that's so a true friend, like maybe that wouldn't be the case, but like this is maybe my true friend, but like it's a different dynamic now. Like their life is so different from mine. Yeah. That like, what do we relate on? Of course we relate. We reminisce. Mm -hmm. We, you know, they'll show that they still care. Oh, what's going on with this? Oh, ha ha. That guy. Ha ha ha. Dude. Let's watch something. It's, I'm, (laughs) I'm with you, man. I know exactly the, it's so hard. Um, Overthinking it is a mistake, but it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Like you don't, you, you can't mind fuck yourself, but like you don't want it to turn into this. Hey, dude, I, I watched da-da-da. You've come so far. Right. You don't want to just stick your head up their fucking ass either. Right. But you also don't want to, like, downplay their stuff. You know what I mean? Like, dude, there's been times where friends have come to my shows and, like, they, they haven't seen what my new shit, like, what my deal is now, i.e., like, people coming to see me and excited to meet <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Like, what a, what a fun thing. But this is so nice. What a fun thing. And, like, sometimes people have the instinct to cut you down. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Like in the middle of somebody like giving you a pat on the back. And it's like, all right, don't do that. I don't think I'm better than you, dude. I'm sorry that like you're affected by this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get used to it, dude. Wow, nice. You know, not to be a dick. Nice. But like, so so I try to remember that when it's, when it's reversed. Because of course, 
it's more like like I experience that the other way around probably more often. Yeah, along my my journey. Mm-hmm. You're saying you you've been I've been around the guy getting the fucking praise. Well, that's that's where yeah, that's where I think the dynamic is strange. Uh, is when a friend of yours becomes super famous, right? Or but, like but, just famous, famous. So right, and and I think, but it's good to experience it the other way around first, so that you understand the sort of like emotional roller coaster it can put you through. Uh, right. You know, because like you may not be jealous, but like it's impossible to not be like, man, like what if that was me? And mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be a negative feeling, but it does require some sort of inner dialogue. Yeah. Because like, you know, I see people who are in the same circle as like friends who've gotten big and I see it sometimes affect them yeah. in a way where it makes them feel bad. Interesting. And you, you got to fight against that. Mm. Don't let that happen. Wow, that's interesting. You know? Yeah. I that's interesting. I I hadn't really thought of it like that. I think for me, I mean, I have experienced that people cutting you down thing. Yeah. It's a thing. You know, uh I have had that. I've had that. But but it's Okay, you're he's still a loser though. <laughs> it's very hard. It's very hard. <laughs> I think if if you've been friends with someone like us and you've watched them do open mics and you've come to their bringer shows when they were begging you to show up so that we could perform you know like i had to beg my friends hey can you come to this show so that i can do five minutes totally um and they've and they've seen me be terrible and and just nobody gives a shit like probably thinking when is he ever gonna right make it or whatever you know they go from less likely to be that person though no i know supported you like has typically had the good attitude about it. That's true. You know, the person but who came to the shows early. Once you start actually, if you do start to get fans and stuff like that, um, for them to, to, to know how bad you once were or whatever. And now to see this is like, uh, I'm sure it's, it's, it's a hard thing to watch someone be asked for their photo. You know what it, I mean? It's hard. Meaning like I, I, I understand why some of my friends might see that happen to me and some will be thrilled and happy for me, but then others will be like, it's hard to watch that and not think that it's affecting me. And it certainly does. What do you mean? Like, like I've, I've been around my friends after a show and, where fans of mine came them, to the yeah. show where fans of mine asked me for pictures like one after another uh-huh. while they, while my friends were like waiting or God forbid the fan asked them to take the photo. Right. And I can imagine that as a friend of mine, being in that position would be a little bit like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, right, right, right. Why, why are you like, why are you pretending like you're big time all of a sudden? I know who you oh, are. Oh, interesting. I So, yeah, that Make, is such a wrong thing to, but you're right. That I'm sure people. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where where it, it's hard to to look at me and not think that I'm somehow facilitating this meet and greet, this like praise me thing. Yeah. No. I, there's dude, no shot. No, I don't think I don't think anybody could possibly think that. Like I, they maybe think some related version of that, but like how like they watched this unfold. Did you like tell the people, hey, when my friends come over, come ask me for a photo. Here's 20 bucks. I think it's more <laughs> like, yo, we showed up to watch you. We're your friends and we were all going to go get a drink. And now you're delaying us oh, okay. half an hour to like wade through a sea of fans because you don't feel whole enough from the applause you receive. That is so wrong. There's no like, there's no way they're thinking that. It's your fucking job, dude. You have to like. You, no, I know. I'm just, you, you don't I'm have to, to. I guess but, I'm just sort of yeah, thinking sorry. about it. I think that the healthiest way for the conversation after that to go is like, you can't just pretend that that isn't crazy. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's sick. Like if I saw, if I had no idea that a friend of mine had it like that and I saw that happening, I'd be like, dude, you have fans. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And then they should be like, yeah, dude, it's sick. It's crazy, right? <laughs> have you, have you ever been walking with a friend and someone stops you and says, hi, Yeah. can I have a picture? Yeah. The the question that I so often get after is, how often does that happen to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. I get that all get that, the time. I get, that's the question that I get to. I get that all the time. And my answer is, you know, it depends on where I am. Mm-hmm. 
Like I went to the standard beer garden on Saturday for a buddy's birthday. And first of all, awesome. That place is awesome. Yeah, that place is perhaps. It's fucking great, especially when it's freezing out. Because it's cozy. Yeah, yeah. It's a proper beer garden vibe. It's There's solid. Picnic tables, ping pong tables. Solid spot. You get steins of beer. Everyone's sloshing it around. Ah. Meat packing district right on the river. Yeah. Wind ripping through the streets. Right near the old high line. Yeah. And you got to walk a long way from the subway. So, you know, by the time you get in there, your cheeks are rosy. <laughs> and you're excited. And they give you tickets to get your beers. Yeah, it's a good... Good vibe. Soft pretzels. Mm-hmm. All all the stuff. With all the Bavarian treats. Yeah. So, of course, in there on a Saturday afternoon in the winter, that is a group of people frequenting that place, many of whom might... It's, you know, 20 to 30-year-old dudes. Yeah. Who, chances are, a few of them know who I am, and they're they're subtly coming up and being like, hey, you know, I like your work. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Yeah. But I'm with my friends, and so my friends are watching that, and then they're like, how often does this happen to you? I'm like, well, here, it's going to happen. Yeah, but like, okay. But if, I, you, if, I I, if we were in the MoMA next door, I'm not sure that it would happen very right. often. But like, wh- wh- like, right? there's no need to like downplay it. No, I'm not. But yeah, you are. Well, it's not my birthday. Is it someone else's birthday? Yeah. We were there for a friend's birthday. Dude, it doesn't matter. I shouldn't be the center it did, of attention. It doesn't matter. Right? You're not like it, if you, you're bir- if it's your birthday and some a friend of yours that you've invited you is it. getting fucking asked for pictures and shit. We're not teenage girls, dude. It's okay. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, you're there, aren't you? If anything, it's even a, to more of a testament to your commitment to the friendship well, and the, you not thinking you're better than people because that's like you're getting bothered in public yet you're still willing mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, but the fact that I. You know, didn't wear a hat. Bro, get out of here. I could have worn a hat. Get out of here. John Mulaney wears a hat. He's also John Mulaney. No offense. No, I know. (laughs) I saw him. I saw him once. In disguise. And I saw, I've seen him and I've seen Matt Damon in almost in disguise. Oh, like low, like a hat. Low hat, hat. sunglasses, even though it wasn't that bright out. Yeah. I saw John Mulaney walking into Whole Foods with a hat on and i was like ah nice try motherfucker i know who you are <laughs> go get your gourds <laughs> go pick up your your table settings your acne riddled gourds um no but dude i i like yeah no it's definitely that is the same exact question that i get always if you're looking for a good holiday gift we recommend using the skylight frame it is so good for displaying the 1,000 photos that we took on our honeymoon. Yeah, it's good. I needed it because otherwise, how am I ever going to enjoy it? You can't put 1,000 photos into, a, into a, a photo album. Yeah, totally. And you can also upload the photos from anywhere. So you can just email and send it straight to the thing, yeah. which can be a fun thing. And also, like, you can get specific with it. Yeah. Like, like, you can send your family... You know, if you went on a honeymoon and you mm-hmm. want to send the highlights of the trip, upload them to the Skylight Frame. Yeah. That's, we've pretty, got, that's pretty cool. We've got honeymoon and we've got our wedding photos and we're just, we, we want to see them all and, and re- remember all of it. But to just sc- scroll through some digital album online, that doesn't have that effect. Totally. And I, dude, I've given it to non-tech savvy family members and they were very, very easily able to set it up. Yeah. Uh, kind of walks you through the whole process. Very it takes two seconds. Yeah. It's very user-friendly, and it's a complete game-changer for sharing pictures uh, with the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's also 100% satisfaction guaranteed if you don't love your Skylight Frame. They offer you a full refund. Full. Um, so now, as a special offer, you can get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code OOPS. That's right. To get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code OOPS. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com, promo code, oops. Where do you think the line is where you need to start wearing hats? F- probably far away for me. It's far away. Um, clo- Like, dude, I mean, you, you're, you've, since I've known you, you've been like pretty recognizable in public. Well, I have red hair. Still, but like, that doesn't matter. I'm, like, I have red hair and I'm tall and, and I, I don't look like a lot of people. You have a thing, dude. It's okay. You know, whatever that thing may be. It's a thing plus just like general exposure. Thing plus exposure. 
and mm-hmm. cultivating your looks important. Dude. It's part. No, of I know. I, I mean, I just think that I I benefit in a way where if people see me, there's no is that Francis. It's that's Francis. Yeah. Because I because I have red hair. <laughs> uh, I did. I didn't think. Yeah. Well, anyway, Still. this this all feels a little uh, no, self congratulating. I I don't know. It's good, dude. I think uh, you know. People forget, bro, like these these sort of interactive sort of mediums too, like even just the stuff you were doing at Barstool before and now plus the pod, like these are things that like that open themselves up to like people knowing you on like a micro scale, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like maybe it's even closer to like as far as Barstool is concerned, I'm macro scale, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a way to have like a small group of engaged people in the mix mm. And like that just can't, I don't think I, people, I still think undervalue the like v- undervalue that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people, everybody asked me, they're like, Oh wow. Like, so the Netflix thing, like, did that push the needle for you? Like, did that like make your tickets better? And I'm like, dude, no, like oops, the podcast is the thing that makes yeah. my tickets better. Yeah. That is by far the number one thing that makes me do anything. Yeah. You know, of anything that I've done. I agree with that. And people just th- assume that other stuff makes a bigger difference, but no, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate everyone we so do. much for, for being rock. the most important fans in our lives and, and, and friends and, and listeners. Uh, it truly is more valuable than, than any other medium I've connected with people on, uh, if that makes sense. Dude, it's sick. Yeah. It's, you know? Very fuck, true. Fuck yeah. Um, cool. Hey, hey, stop looking at Ryan's notes. I just, I had never done, and he says, cut my cough, which is amazing. I didn't know you guys did that. I'm so sorry. I didn't, it's very surgical of you guys. Don't worry what goes on behind the scenes, pal. (laughs) Um, All right, start off. I didn't know you guys were even doing that. Thank you. Yeah, we're not doing nothing over here. (laughs) Also... You guys wouldn't know this. Sometimes me and Ryan like write to each other and we're just laughing at each other. Oh, like, oh that's funny. N- uh, now I'm self-conscious. You <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guys. dick. Actually, you want to know what's funny? Last time when we were talking to Romeo, you guys were like so happy to like be there. You were like so giddy. I was I like, look, look at them. I was like, look how cute they are. They're I just, they're just I think, good parents. I think, I think we both realized that that was, that was the funny <laughs> angle and we probably, yeah, really, yeah. I agree. I, subconscious, like, I knew we would t- telepathically connect funny. on that. And when you would like ask him a good question, you'd be like, "Oh, that was good. That was yeah, good." Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny for us to geek out over us a sitting close to each other geeking. Dude, it's pretty funny. Bachelorette. We're over star. here like, yeah. <laughs> oops, the goddamn podcast. Yeah, that's the pod. We got some facts with Ryan. Sure do. Facts with Brian. Facts with Brian. Was he lying or was she lying? Facts with Brian. Okay, so scat. Uh, <laughs> where we all started today. So just the definition in vocal jazz, scat is singing uh, vocal improvisation with wordless vocables, vocables, uh, nonsense syllables, or without words at all. All right, continuing on. John is six foot three. Oh, damn. John Mayer? You like that. Yeah, it's my height. It's the same size that I am. Power couple. Wow, we are friends. He follows seventeen hundred and eighty-five people on Instagram. So just that's pretty special too. That's not too many. I bet a lot of those people are famous. Two of those are us. Wow. You and us. Yeah. Pretty good. Amazing. Pretty good. Um, all right. Close to the vest and close to the chest. Pretty synonymous with each other. Same <laughs> definition. Same meaning. Dug a little deeper. Close to the chest came first, about 200 years prior to vest. Pre-vests existing. Pre- yeah. <laughs> uh, in the 1800s. Um, I wonder if the close to the vest came along when vest became popular, or with guns. Yeah, right. I like. I think I like close to the chest better. Makes more sense to me. But anyway, a gallon of oat milk. So they don't sell. <laughs> you can't buy a gallon of oat milk online. But using proportionality, uh, <laughs> I was able to see that an 86 ounce bottle of oat milk is 7.89. So that would mean that a gallon of oat milk would be around eleven seventy four. Christ, Jeez, uh, that's an expensive. Uh, Christ, I, I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, 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 what is it? You said eighty four ounces. Uh, eighty six ounces is seven eighty nine. That's a standard sort of carton of Oatly, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Big, I've never. I, I buy them for six dollars at Whole Foods. Hmm. Wow, it's pretty good. So that's a high price point for that. Okay. 
And then the standard beer garden has a kid's menu, and they serve chocolate chip cookies. Oh, <laughs> Very oh, nice. Good fact. Very good nice. Fact. Uh, um, what do you got? Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm, I'm adding more and more shows. You guys know me. We're going to have it soon. Uh, there's, some of them are up on my website, FrancisEllis.com, but we're going to do the big announcement of this tour for 2023, uh, going to all sorts of places, San Francisco, Atlanta, Nashville, Chicago, Minneapolis, Dallas, Austin, so on and so forth. Chicago, um, I already said that, and probably and Philadelphia. And a lot of you have been asking about Philly. That's going to be up soon. Just uh, just stay tuned. Tickets Sick. are going to go fast. Awesome. What about you? I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida, baby. January nice. 20th. Back in the mix. Two shows. Uh, should be pretty good. Brian F. Schultz. Still, when you gave me that ride to the airport from, where were we, Fort Myers? You still have career tickets in case you'd like to exercise them. Awesome. To everything I ever do. Nice. Um, and I have some other cities coming up too, but January 20th, come out to that. Hell uh, yeah. Not Julio.com. That's right. Okay. Uh, thanks, guys. Oops, podcast. We'll see you soon.